Flotsam, a role-playing series about rats surviving in a mysterious sinking city. Our rats have met their kindler contact, Arthur, but he's turned out to be a drunkard, or at least so they thought. But once inside his office in the kindler compound, suddenly he's sober as a judge, and Reg decides it's time to explain what's going on. Episode 16, The Starlings. We're all foundlings. We're only in the city a few days. We weren't sure how we were going to make our way, and we could see that Ember was valuable. We knew that where we were found, there was lots of Ember, so uh, we went looking for some more, and uh, and we found it. But we didn't realise how dangerous it was. A couple of Embers got broken. They were harmless. One got broken. It wasn't. So there's a demon loose in the city. Wait, 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 wait. A demon? The guild marks Embers as being safe. There must be a reason for that. No... No, the guild marks embers to keep track of embers. Now that's interesting. The guild marks embers with numbers so that we know what has been issued to whom and so that we can track lifespans. Lifespans? Yes, ember burns out. Ah. What, what are you talking about? Some ember is dangerous. Demons, explain. Have you ever come across an ember that burned red? I haven't. But then I'm not really in the mm, in the machinery side of all of this. Then I think we should speak to somebody who is. I think perhaps you should. But at the moment, you're giving me quite a wild story. And the people that I would need to introduce you to are... How do I put this? Um, dangerous? Dangerous, certainly. Dangerous to disturb, also. The mere fact that we've decided to leave what was quite a safe place and come all the way up here, surely that shows you that there's a reason. It shows me that there's a reason, but all you've said to me so far is something about demons. Tell me what you mean, and what your urgency is, and why the Tappers have contacted me. Have you ever seen an ember break? Yes, of course. And you've seen what comes out. The thing that came out of the one that broke was not friendly. Quite the opposite. Do you know where foundlings come from? This sounds like the sort of question that somebody should ask their mother. Um, <laughs> foundlings come from all over. Foundlings come from uh, the wrecks, the islands, the... Uh, the remains that lie out there around Flotsam, and they drift their way in one way or another, through scavengers, through rafts, through... Uh, they come from outside Flotsam. Well, yes. What's your point? I have, I have a theory about the ember, that the energy stored inside the crystals is people's souls or spirits. Because we all woke up on the same ship, round about the same time, and there was plenty of ember around, some of them broken. He's gone kind of rigid when you said all this. Right. Let me be quite clear about this. If anybody outside this room heard you say this, any kindler, you would at least be clapped in chains if you were in a public place. If you are in a private place, you would probably end up floating in a river somewhere. Yeah, we thought we'd stumbled on something significant. Why do you think they would do that to us? You're acting like... This is the first you've heard of spirits inside, and now you're telling us that if we mention it, we'll be killed or put in jail. Try and imagine it from a different point of view. The point of view is the Kindlers control the city. 
the Kindlers control the power to the city, the wealth of the city. Now imagine the public finding out what was really going on. Can you see why the Kindlers may not wish that information to be public? Or should I say that theory to be public? Because nothing here has been proven. No, no. Well, trust me, that theory is going to be proven real quick when the demon comes back to feed. What are you talking about? The spirit that came out of the Red Ember was unfriendly. It devoured a large amount of regular ember and then it vanished. It took possession of a young lad first, twisted him into a form that it preferred. We still don't know if he uh, if he might be saved. So you're saying that this eater of ember is out there? Yeah. Where? Last seen in the Undercity. Tapper's lost track of it. Wonderful. When was it last seen? About four or five hours ago. We came as quick as we could to someone who we thought would be able to act on it. Do you have somebody who can show us where? Uh, we'd have to get the tappers to take us back there, the Undercity to Warren. I might be able to find it, but it's it's quite the maze. Right. Although we don't actually know what we're up against. Um, let's see, what else can I tell you? Oh, where the where the demon manifested. It burned a pattern into the floor. Kind of similar to the patterns you can see in the Ember Crystal. <laughs> we are going to have to take you to the Starlings. Ah... Oh. Thank you for this. And this is genuinely all new to you. You're not, you're utterly surprised by this turn of events. I don't know if you're trying to throw some sort of accusations at me, but let me put it this way. The theory that Ember is concerned with spirits is not a new theory. Every so often we have somebody raise this theory, they disappear. This business of demons, this is not something I know anything about. I concern myself with matters of business rather than matters of law. Well, let me ask you a simple question. I accuse you of nothing. I'd just like to know the lay of the land, as it were, and I struggle to believe that an organization such as the Kindlers is entirely unaware when we know there's an organization called the Chain Guard that was set up to fight these things. That doesn't sound like theory to me. I think you're under an, a misapprehension. I'm not in charge of the Kindlers. I merely work here. I'm one person. It may well be that somewhere in this place, for example, the Starlings, that they know this demon business of which you speak, but I don't. Is that clear to you? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, sorry to bring this to your doorstep, but we knew we'd done wrong. We want to make it right. So, not only do we have to deal with this, we have to deal with this in a way that doesn't promote general panic. That's why we came here. <clears throat> right. I'm going to have to make an introduction for you. Yes, perhaps we do need to talk to the Dominion. I'd rather sort this out ourselves if we can. The Dominion are like applying a, a small explosive device to deal with something which could be pushed over with a finger, if that makes any sense. They are not subtle. Right. Bear with me, I'll make some arrangements. Feel free to have a drink. And he gets up, opens the door, and leaves. Now there's somebody who knows how to stay undercover. Reg pours himself a drink and sits on a chair and knocks it back. Man pouring me one too, Reg. Oh, sorry, Vern. You are the butler, after all. Sorry about that, I panicked. Um, 
I'm not quite sure why he was undercover. I mean, why was he hanging around his garden pretending to be drunk? Uh, anyway, I, I don't know. Well, like we said earlier, if people think you're an idiot, they tend to not ask so many questions. Mm, maybe. And in fairness, a old lady rat had just randomly jumped into his garden. Wasn't a bad ruse for him to pull. Find out what she was up to, you mean, I suppose so. Well, he got himself out of the garden, didn't he? Tappers knew we would find him there. Don't know if he's in the habit of meeting contacts in the garden. Or having a quiet smoke after hours, I suppose. <laughs> that seems more likely. This is all getting quite big. Yeah, here it is. But we're in it now. Uh, is it actually our problem? I mean, could we just hand this to somebody else? I don't know. I have a feeling we might find out soon. I feel like we owe it to Elwood to try. Well, they did try and hijack us. Yeah, but... So you're just happily to leave a, a demon which we helped release run... A mark in Flotsam, would you, Gentry? I I mean, did we help release it? Where where did that crystal come from? All right, let's let's talk less theory and let's talk specifics. All right. That Gwen clearly cares very much for Elwood, and she, rightly or not, blames us for what happened to him. So, we anger her further, or we try to make nice. She seems to run the place, or the pack of them do. No, I do do understand that. I, I, I just I was sort of trying to work out whether going up against Gwen is worse or, or better than going up against the demon, and and uh, so being somewhere else entirely seems like quite an attractive prospect, honestly. Well, I tell you what, Gentry, if that's the attitude you bring to the party, you feel free to scuttle off. Well, I, I, what, I mean, aren't you worried? Of course, I'm yeah, worried. Yeah, terribly worried. But the thing about two enemies occurring at once. If they're at loggerheads with each other, sooner or later one's going to pick the other off. But you only ever have to fight one of them. you just got to put the groundwork in, just in case. If you want to think about it in purely mercenary terms. And I look very disapprovingly at him. Right, uh, I'll, 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 I'll shut up. I'm just sort of, you know, devil's advocate and, and all that sort of thing. I think we have enough demonic things to worry about, Ginger, without you playing devil's advocate. All right, um, Angel's Advocate, something like that. But, but Reg, where did that thing come from? I'm guessing it was in the ember that Vern threw at their boat. Now, let's all just remember we thought that was a good idea at the time. But, but, but that was your ember, wasn't it? Let me see. It was, it was an unmarked one, but it didn't come from the ship. It came from Topher's raft. So what was he doing with a demon ember? Maybe he didn't know. Or maybe they make good heaters. <laughs> well, it could be that they make good heaters, but uh, I just sort of wonder where that came from. You know, where, where, which batch, if you like. I'd assumed he just picked it up. If he scavenges the outer, like, ice flows for foundlings and... Oh, dear. You know, salvage. That probably means there's more out there, doesn't it? I expect so. I mean, we came off a ship full of them. They could it be... It can't happen that often, though, surely, because people would have heard of it. Well, I think we're finding out why the Kindlers like to keep such a tight control on this ember. Foundlings are a common, common enough occurrence. Maybe it's just that foundlings have all come from loose embers, where it would be less obvious. If we was all born from embers at the same time, maybe that's the unusual thing. Maybe the fact of having such a concentration of embers in one place. We made that connection. Maybe nobody's ever done that before. I more meant if there's... Lots of possible demons out there. I'm surprised that nobody's noticed. 
Perhaps these um, these people who he's going to take us to see will know a bit more. Perhaps. Let's see what the starlings say. I mean, maybe maybe the Dominion would know more about demons, but it doesn't sound like they're people that we particularly want to talk to unless we have to. Well, if it's anything like the church used to be, um, it'll be, you know, brimstone, um, burn you at the stake. That Wait, what church am I talking about? Um, yeah. I'm sure... I'm sure there was a church. Oh, it doesn't matter. That was weird. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. So I, I, I generally feel that the church will be quite um, shouty. A lot of them seem quite shouty around here. Hmm. All right. Well, at least we haven't been locked up in chains, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Not yet, anyway. And there's footsteps down the corridor. The door opens. Arthur comes in, closes the door, starts pacing around the room. So, firstly, we are going to need to know where that thing was last seen. I'll get somebody down to Lanternside. Uh, we'll make a contact with the tappers. We'll see if we can establish exactly what's going on. I can't go too deep into that. Um, aside from anything else, I very much doubt the tappers will turn their network of passages over to us, so we'll just have to... See what sort of accommodation we can come to. Uh, other than that, we should take you to meet the Starlings. Yeah, I think that would be that would be best. Oh, I do like meeting new people, don't you? I put my hat back on and fasten the pin back in. He pauses by the door briefly, looks back at you, taps his nose, and then stumbles out of the door. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, uh, yes. Very good, Captain. I'm going this way, and there's no need for you anymore. Thank you. And wanders off to, to through the building and leads you on uh, quite a, a tour of various corridors, occasionally nodding amiably to various functionaries, getting ticked off by a, a tall um, matronly rat who uh, who's clearly annoyed at the... He's brought himself in here in this state and keeps telling, trying to tell him to, to go home. Um, but you eventually follow him down a set of stairs into somewhere underneath the building, goes up to a series of guards, um, and this time he is absolutely straightforward. He's not um, playing the drunk at all. Shows them something which you guess is some sort of authority or something like that. Just flashes it briefly in his hand and you don't get to see what it is and then um, ushers you past the guards you are in a long corridor it's dark down here it is lit occasionally by small embers uh, it's dull lighting in here rather than bright there is very little sound all the sound of the street and things have gone away you stop in front of a wrought iron door it has a hatch across the middle of it and he reaches up and there is a, the door knocker and he, he, he knocks on the door. The hatch opens briefly. He talks to somebody inside. The door opens and then there are two. It's very, very strange. The doors pull back and the, the guards look way too big for rats. And then you suddenly realise that they are rats, but that the armour they're wearing is all-encompassing. It's, it's um, making them look bigger than they ought to be. And there's one each side. They're wearing helmets. The helmets are, are open-faced. So you can see that it is rats, but they are much bigger figures than they ought to be. It's very odd. I'll um, <clears throat> just slightly try and whisper 
to Arthur, sort of like nodding towards these two rats as we walk in, and just whisper to Arthur, Another Kindler innovation? As I said, the starlings come up with all sorts of things. Mm. Reg will eye up this armour. Okay. Carefully. The guards eye you. You step in underneath their gaze uh, along a short corridor that is slightly red-lit to another pair of doors uh, which open and you're in... First impression, I think, is a library. Uh, It is a big circular room with a large vaulted ceiling. The ceiling, you can see lights through it, sky. You can see clouds up above, but the uh, the glass that's in the ceiling is coloured in different tones, different stained glass, so it sort of arcs up there. The walls are covered in shelves in lots of different layers. You can see walkways around the room set at different heights with railings, wrought iron railings around them, highly decorative. Um, the walls covered in books, ladders, ways to get up to the books, um, and then at floor level are all sorts of desks covered with stuff and boards with writing on and bits of disassembled equipment you can see what look like uh, measuring devices and automated drills those sorts of things all sorts of not not um, factory more like a crafting area lots of investigation and crafting material around the place There are small spindly figures amongst this, navigating backwards and forwards, doing repetitive tasks, things like hammering something, that sort of thing. There's something wrong with the figures. They move in a slightly jerky fashion, uh, and they're a bit spindly. If they're rats, they're very thin. There are small lights set over some of the desks and with books and things open. There is a weird device near the middle of the room which consists of a series of concentric spheres um, each sphere made of glass covered in tracery and there's some sort of cloud of purple substance boiling away in the middle of that arthur leads you in wow reg looks around at this even in his stressed state he is almost completely entranced by all this interesting gadgetry and tools and knowledge and but he drags himself back to focus on following Arthur. Where are they? He looks backwards and forwards uh, across the place, eventually sort of throwing his hands up. Ah, I see them. Walks towards one of the desks at the back wall, behind which is a big chalkboard on the wall where two figures simultaneously are drawing diagrams on the board. The two figures are rats. They're both golden-furred. They are both dressed in blue, quite fancy blue, but it's it's stained and tarnished now, but it's it clearly was quite rich material. Both are wearing small eyeglasses, and both are ignoring Arthur and the rest of you as you come up behind them. What are they writing on the board? A series of symbols and diagrams, not something that you immediately recognise. What's interesting about what they're doing on the board, however, is they're very much writing in a sort of synchronised way, in that one of them will be completing one half of the diagram and the other will be completing the other half of the diagram without apparently communicating. Mm. As we walk past these workers, Mm -hmm. I'm assuming we've walked past them to, to get to where we are, 
Can I just wave a hand subtly in front of one of their faces to see if there's a response? As you get close to the first one of them, you sort of see it from behind, and it, it's it's a very, very skinny rat wearing a bundle of rags. Um, and as you get close to it, you realise, no, that's not what it is at all. Um, it's not a worker. It was just the shape of it that made you think it is. It's some sort of machine. It is hung about with uh, with various strips of cloth, but the core of it is a series of linked mechanical devices and it's hammering repeatedly because it is a machine for hammering it's not actually a person at all it just from a distance looked a bit rat shaped i will just say this all of this this entire room the environment the weird mechanical creature things bubbling cauldron it all makes Vern feel very uncomfortable so he's sort of stiffened up and even though it's a pointless weapon he just grips the hilt a little little tighter and is just incredibly wary Nina's feeling similarly uncomfortable, but she's thinking about the um, the lamps in the hallway that brought them in here and how dim they were. <clears throat> says Arthur, clearing his throat way too loudly. And as one, the two figures immediately turn. There's very little difference between them. The one on the left might be female. The one on the right might be male. It's hard to tell. But they, they turn immediately and... Ah! Hmm. Yes. Ah, can we help you? Can we? Can, 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 can we? And the two of them are talking over each other. They're exchanging syllables, exchanging sentences. The two sort of mesh together. One says a word and the other completes the sentence. Good to... Ah, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. Good to see you. Who are your friends? They come forward towards the desk. Each put down the chalk. He, he just takes a breath, looks at you and says... They have a story to tell you. I think you'd better listen. I, I think they need to know what you know about... Well, they call them demons, but I think it might be something else. Demons, 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 demons. Hmm, demons. What do you mean demons looks at the group of you? And Arthur takes a step back. We broke an ember, and the energy that came out possessed a young lad... And after a little while, it transformed him into another form. Mm. And then, oh, it burned a strange pattern into the surrounding pattern environment. Pattern, yeah. pattern. What sort of pattern? Red. It was uh, complicated. Red. Yeah. Red complicated. Like a flower. Flower like a flower. Mm. Similar. And then it went after the nearest ember. Creature, mm, strong spirit, red light, red light, red light, gold light, red light, red light, red light. <laughs> a weapon, <laughs> weapon. Yes, they were weapons. We think, we think they were weapons. <sighs> well, it's a very angry weapon. Yes, and yes. It's been eating a lot of ember. Yes, dis designed. You see, designed, designed to destroy things. Designed as weapons. Designed to be put in the middle of an enemy and eat it from inside. Yes, and gather their own food and breed and conquer. Yes, understand? Breed. Yes, yes. Demons, demons, demons. They call them demons in the old tales. But yes, spirits, spirits. They are weapons. They were harnessed. They were harnessed to win a war. Designed. By who? By those who made made those who made the 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 crystals, the embers. The, the they were trapped. 
trapped, yes, but it is the best weapon, you see, because it has spirit, it has intelligence, it can drive itself, it can take over, it it, it, it has will, it is not like uh, a, a bomb, an explosion, a, a powerful a powerful weapon. It can it can breed, it can grow. Think. Yes, yes, that is it. It, it knows how to survive, it knows how to think and to take over. You are saying one is free. One is yes. free. A war with who? Not good, not good. Who? I do not know. It is too old, too long ago. I was not born. What would this weapon consider its target? Anything, anything. It is not given no programme, no programme of target, nothing like that. It is a thing that is created. It is unleashed. It takes life. Life is around it. It destroys all life. It eats it. That is its form. It eats, it breeds, it will destroy. Can we stop it? Stop it, stop it. Well, it yes, maybe, possibly. They were stopped, they were held, they were destroyed, they were captured. There are means to do that. But you must understand that these things are very rare, they are not seen very often, and there are very few of them, and each one is different. There are not many, many demons that are all the same. There are many creatures, there are creatures, no, not many. There are creatures that are trapped in these things. Each creature is unique. So if red, Ember, was a weapon, what's gold? Gold, 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 gold is preservation. Preservation of what? Life. People. But we should not be telling you all of this. Why, Arthur, why did you bring them here? We should not have told them. We figured it out. Some of it. That part of it isn't important. What do we do about this creature? Hmm, hmm, hmm. Have you the pattern? Didn't have time to make a, uh, make a sketch. I can remember fragments of it. They can be fought, they can be fought, they can be fought, but they are very, very dangerous and they will grow and they will breed and they will make others. And yes, we could send soldiers, we could send the chain guard, we could send many other things, but the trouble is that this will break the city, that will not work. So we're leaving it alone, that will break the city, that will not work. There may be a means to trap them, however, trap them, and they are, they can, they can be led, they can be tempted, they wish to feed, they wish to feed on life, and life can therefore lead them we can perhaps create hmm, how do you say it what do you call it you call it a a a, a, bait, bait, a bait, trap. bait that is correct you can make bait if you have enough substance that they hunger for you can make bait and then there are means of trapping them the trapping is i believe what is we believe what is inside the crystals themselves the patterns the patterns they hypnotize them they trap them they 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 are the things that contain them does that make sense to you yeah do you know how to make the ember crystals? I, we know. The, no, there is no way to make ember crystals. Trapping them within a crystal, I do not think that can be done. However, the pattern, the the principle that the crystal uses, the patterns of resonance, if those can be made, if the key can be made for this particular unique creature, you understand the pattern is unique, the pattern is yeah. unique, then yeah, I if, understand. if such a pattern can be made, if such a pattern can be replicated, it could perhaps be used to cage, to hypnotise, to freeze such a spirit so that it is trapped and cannot escape. Okay. Reg turns to Arthur. We, we need to get back to where it was last seen, where it manifested. The patterns, do they have to be made of anything specific? Or can you just draw it with coal on a floor? 
patterns, patterns, I would suggest that the most powerful way, although we have not investigated, but the most powerful way. So there are two things to bear in mind. One is that it will be controlled by life. It will follow life. So uh, a pattern that resonates with the power of ember may, may, may fascinate it enough. But the other thing to remember is that the pattern must last, for if the pattern does not last, then the creature will be released. So if it is to be made in some substance, then the substance must last for ever, or at least as long as is practicable. Right. Mm. Metal rusts, stone wares. Stones probably our best bet for something long-lasting. Not all metal rusts. Mm. So perhaps some vessel, a vessel perhaps made of some long-lasting metal may help, or indeed stone, but this must in some way be powered by ember, I think, I think, we think, because the resonance will require it. Okay, so... An uh, engine, perhaps, some sort of engine. engine. Some sort of engine that weaves the pattern may, may be enough. Or it may not, but it is better than, I believe, attempting to take this thing, we believe, with force. Can I help you? We cannot leave this this place. We cannot leave this place. We are here. We must work here. So perhaps you can go and find said pattern and perhaps yeah, yeah. you can track this creature and perhaps with you we can help create an engine that will trap this creature and perhaps you can be our 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 voices and our limbs out in the world. Yeah. Have you ever left? This is not a question that has any bearing on the current matter, we believe. Just wondering if it was an option, if you needed to leave. Enid, since you've sort of asked them the question, one of the things that you have noticed is that they appear to share a tail. The two appear to be linked by the tail. I feel like commenting might be too personal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we know where to go to make a copy of the the pattern for this particular demon, or at least the tappers can take us there, but... How do we get in and out of here without you having to escort us past all the guards? That's not going to happen, is it? I believe, I believe, I believe that this is the least of our troubles. We can issue you with a pass. Oh, that's nice. Does it work just here or everywhere? It will identify you, it will identify you as working for the Guild of the Kindling Ones. Oh, excellent. That'll open all sorts of doors. Well... It should not be misused. Oh, of course not. Okay, so if I bring you the... Pattern. Pattern. Bring us the pattern. Okay. Then it will be up to you, all of you, to identify the location of the creature, to lead it astray and to trap it. Well, at least you've got plenty of bait. Mm, We'll have less and less as time wears on, I fear. Well, probably best for us to get this underway, then, says Mm -hmm. Arthur. Yeah. Back to the Tapper's Cave, then. And uh, do you have some uh, paper and a pencil? A device, a device, a capture device. A, a capture device, is that which, which you wish? Uh, yes, please. Here, here. The one on the right extends a hand off to the right. And as she does so, one of the strange sort of skeletal machines clicks, clatters, turns, and then trundles across the floor towards you, Reg, and stops, turns, picks something up, turns left, trundles on towards you again uh, and in its hand is a wooden box well in its arms it has very spindly arms i will stare at it in fascination and then uh, sort of like belatedly realize it's actually offering me an object and then and then have a look at the box um you do notice as the thing came up to you that it is uh, skeletal is probably a good way of describing it everything is held together by this metal frame which is a dark metal with lots of little joints in it there appears to be engraving on the metal itself. It looks like lettering of some sort. And somewhere in the middle of what you might term the rib cage um, is a glowing pulsing ember. That is 
fast. I'll um, take the box. In a moment. I'm just fascinated by the, the device. I'll um, shake my head and um, take the box from it. There. That, that is a capture device. Use the capture device to capture an image of the pattern. Oh, turn it over. Is, is it some sort of camera? It looks a bit like a camera, but the, there's a whole lot of different things in here which look like they might slot together, but certainly there are lenses involved, but you're not quite clear without examining it in some depth. Okay, I can, I'll f- enjoy figuring that out later. Thank you. While, while Reg is, um, is looking over this box, uh, Vern will just, um, just say, You seem very well up to speed and prepared for this conversation. When was the last time this happened? When was the last time demons, 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 demons? We do not use the term. We have heard of such spirits, but that is not why we are prepared. We are prepared, for we know as much, keep as much, have as much knowledge as we can in any source, in any form. We sample everything. So yes, we have devices. Yes, we have devices, but not specifically for this. The ember, we are always working with the ember. Ember is all about patterns. Ember is all about patterns, and patterns interweave all the time. So this, the pattern aspect of this, this is well known. Have you had to catch a weapon before? We have not encountered such a creature, no. Well, it's going to be an interesting learning experience. Yes, I believe that you should, we believe that you should bear in mind the fact that this is only theory. Well, we've got to try, though. Otherwise, breaks the city. We will await the outcome of your experiment with interest. Enid just tuts at the machine that Reg has been so enthralled by. Do you ever feel bad for them? Do we we feel bad for what? The glow. The thing that causes it. Ember, Ember, Ember. Mm. I do not think you understand. It has purpose. It has life. It achieves. It is not a cold, dead thing in a hole in the ground. That's one way of looking at it, I suppose. We must work. They turn as a pair and cease two rags and start immediately removing what is on the board and start drawing up new things. <laughs> right then, we should get out of here. Thank you, Arthur. Please, as quickly as we can. Yeah. You you walk out. Uh, on the way out of this room, um, he finds for you some symbols. Do you remember the wooden discs that you had before? Very similar to the wooden discs, but this time in a steel form. Um, And the centre of each of them has a design. The design is that of a candle. Um, They have some engraved sigils around the edges of the symbol. There are four of them. So, you're going to go and get the pattern. Yeah. We can provide some people to aid... But, frankly, the tappers may be a better resource because the tappers know the corridors better. We can provide some people to help out in those corridors. Uh, Although, I'm not sure brute force is going to be of any use here, actually. Question. We need to do this quietly, don't we? Ideally. So, if we're going to capture this creature, we need to capture it some isolated place. Maybe some other cave? Somewhere quiet. And then decide what to do with it long term. Yes. Uh, because if it's held somewhere, then there is always the possibility that someone will free it. Yes. Now we know that it's a weapon. I think it's probably for the best that as few people hear about this as possible. Well, exactly. Um, identifying where it is and then identifying a safe place to try and put it. Perhaps we can put it in a chamber and then put several layers of lead around it or something. Something like that. 
It's going to depend on the on how portable the trap is. Uh, oh, says Gentry. There's something we didn't ask is, does this trap the creature or does it get it out of the boy's body? Because if it just traps it in the body, I mean, the, yeah. the, that boy isn't coming back. No. Well, it sounds like we've only got one option, whatever happens. Maybe I should go back and let them know that we want to try to save the host. It may affect their designs. Go on then, love. Reg will scuttle back through the laboratory and um, try to uh, catch their attention. Okay, you you find the best way to do that is actually to step between them as they're busy drawing things up on the board. Excuse me. Yes, 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 yes. Quickly. We want to try to rec- to save the host that the weapon is inhabiting. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Is, uh, hmm. You, you said uh, body was warped, yes? It was. Can he be saved? Yes, there is no way. He cannot be saved? No. Hmm, it may be possible to extract the demon spirit, but that would be much, much more difficult, and even if he, it were true, then he would still remain that new-shaped form. What if we could extract the host spirit instead? Would that be easier? Possible, 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 possible. Uh, if you had the, the skills of someone who was trained in the arts of the spirit, it may be possible, but then it would simply be a ghost. We'll have to see what we can do. Thank you for all your help. Carries on writing. Okay, I'll join the rest of them. Yeah, they say the uh, the transformation to his body is irreversible. <laughs> and it would be really hard to try to extract the demon spirit, but I'm thinking maybe we can save Elwood's spirit instead. How do you propose to do that? That, I think, is well outside my power. Have a think about it, Enid. <sighs> I think um, Scour might be our friend in that regard. But just in case, better get practicing, I suppose. Is there a lantern near us? Yeah, an ember lantern. There are some in the corridor on the way out of this place. Okay. I, I will make a point of when we get to one stopping. You say that Scow would be the person, but didn't he repeatedly say he doesn't know how to do that stuff? He said he'd mm. introduce Enid to somebody or, or something like that, didn't he? Well, either way, he's got the most knowledge out of any of us for that's, now. That's very true. I, I really don't want to be the person to tell Gwen any of this. Oh, she loves me. I'm sure I could have that conversation. Is no one else going to draw the dots here about Topher? What do you mean? Well, that amber we threw came from his engine. They asked us to find the pattern, and they would build us some kind of engine to trap it. I'm wondering if Topher knew all along exactly how he was powering his boat. Hmm. Well, there are engines and engines. It was already trapped when it was in that one. Yeah, I think he was just using that. I'd like to know where he'd got it from, though. Are you done here, says Arthur? Rather than standing around talking, we really ought to get you to this pattern. Give give Enid a minute. Go on, then. I'll walk up to the nearest ember-powered lamp and see if I can communicate with it or make a link somehow. You're just going to touch it? What did I do last time? Did I touch it or did I just try and communicate? You cupped it with both hands and communicated with it that way. All right, yeah, I will do. I'll do the same thing that I did last time. Difficulty eight. Oh, no, uh, uh, here, sorry, difficulty nine. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Extras for medium? Plus two. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Eight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Enid closes her eyes and uh, puts her a hand against one of the slightly dimmer embers on the wall here. Um, and water, the sound of water, a boat. Somebody's sitting in a boat, fishing. 
you're just behind them in the boat, maybe. That's what it feels like anyway. Their backs to you, they're leaning back a little bit, hat over their head, fishing. They are not a rat. Can't see where the lake ends or begins, really. The water's quite dark. Anything biting? No. That's not the point, really, is it? And what would be the point? Just drifting, really. Just thinking. Do you like it? Do I like what? Drifting. Of course. Best way to relax, fishing. Best way to get away from the family, too. Yes, I know that song. Do you like to be useful? Useful? In life. Useful. To other people. To society. Oh, I do my bit. You don't mind as long as you're floating? I just like the rest. In all honesty, it's been a hard life. Well, that's all I need to know, then. I hope something bites soon. Just to perk things up a bit. Well, I won't be upset if it doesn't. <laughs> and I'll leave him to it. Enid zones out for a minute or two with the rest of you looking at her expectantly and then she opens her eyes. Well, they're certainly chattier. They said something? He was fishing. He was happy. That's a comforting thought. Mm. He didn't seem to have much opinion on whatever else was going on, just that he could do what made him happy. Hmm. Maybe they're right about the useful, not cold. Maybe. Can we get out of here? Says Arthur. All right. Yeah, sorry, Arthur. End of episode. Please do join us for the next episode in which Reg tries his hand at photography and Enid and Gentry go for a wander. Flotsam is a game by me, Ian Thomas. Our players are Amelia Tyler, Chris Payne and Jay Britton. Editing was by Ian. Sound effects were by Ian with help from the lovely people at Freesound and the music was composed by Ian. You can find out more about us and about the game at the website flotsam.city.